Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show. Our theme, Christianity and its relationship to politics and pop culture. Today will be a pop culture edition, as will a good number of our podcasts during this holiday season, some of which you've hopefully listened to already, with more to come. If you've been following my radio show over the years or my podcasts, which have come upon the horizon recently, you know by now about my Christmas fantasy novel written for children, but also loved by adults loved by all ages. Since the book's publication, I have been honored to do a good number of public readings, both book signings and class situations at schools or youth ministries during such occasions. Again and again, it has been requested that I produce and publish an audio version. While that hasn't happened yet, I would like to offer an audio presentation today. Not of the entire novel, but a selected portion, and you can enjoy this without any obligation or need to read the whole book, although hopefully you'll enjoy it so much you'll want to read the book, but it won't be necessary. It is an experience in its own right. And so, the story you are about to hear is taken from my book, The Dangerous Christmas Ornament. Although part of a much larger adventure, the particular incident, once again, that I'm about to read aloud can still be enjoyed as a self-contained story. What you would need to know before listening is just a bit of the following background information. 12-year-old Mike Owen has received a special present from his eccentric Aunt Loreen, a magic Christmas ornament. The ornament functions as a kind of Aladdin's lamp, but with a unique twist. Each time Mike's wish is granted, something bad happens to another person who was with him at the time the wish was spoken. Now, unlike Aladdin's lamp that we're all familiar with, Mike or whoever using the ornament does not need to rub the ornament. He doesn't even need to hold it or touch it at all, but he does need to be in the same room as the ornament in order to make a wish. We join our story very early in the novel. Mike has just learned about the rules and has done some things. Only Mike at this point of the story and his aunt at this point of the story know about the ornament's magic charm. To the other members of the family, his father, his mother, and his little sister, this is just a Christmas ornament. This is just a decoration hanging on their tree. The book is narrated by Mike. I will be changing my voice for him, and I will be changing my voice for every one of the characters. Here now, a selection from The Dangerous Christmas Ornament. We always had leftovers the night after Christmas. The turkey and stuffing was still good, but Mom made some extra lima beans to go with it, and I hated lima beans. At first, it looked like I was going to get away with not eating them because nobody seemed to notice. But then, my little brat sister, Shelly, ruined everything. Daddy, Mike isn't eating his lima beans. Shut up and mind your own business. Michael, Mom said, I will not have the words shut up in this house. You know what you are, I said to Shelly. You're a fink. Shelly stuck her tongue out at me from across the table. I wanted to run over and pull every curl out of her blonde little head. 
I'm not usually a brother who would hurt his sister, but she was making me very angry. Anyway, it didn't matter. In front of our parents, I couldn't do much more than sit still and take what comes. Eat your lima beans, Dad said. They're good for you. I could never understand why parents told kids about food being good for them. They seemed to think that this was some kind of fantastic new piece of information which would instantly change our minds and cause us to actually enjoy eating whatever it was we didn't want to eat. I know many kids, and I've never seen this work on any of them. But for some reason, parents still like saying it every single time. Uh, I think I'm allergic to lima beans. Nice try, Dad said. Now eat them. And don't make me tell you again. Mom spoke more gently. Honey, you were tested for allergies, and you are not allergic to lima beans. I think I am. I think that's why I don't like them. And once, I threw up after eating them. Are you going to stop the fussing? Or do I have to come over there and feed you myself? In this family, we finish our plates. Aunt Lorene came to my rescue. Oh, James, why carry on so? If he doesn't like it, why make him eat it? This doesn't concern you, Lorraine. It most certainly does. I'm sitting at the same table as the rest of you, and I have to listen to you bellyache. He's my son, and I want him to eat his lima beans. He needs the vitamins. So I'll give him a vitamin tablet after dinner. But out, Lorraine. Oh, Gooseburgers. But out yourself. So help me. Dad looked like he was about to shout, but instead he paused and lowered his voice. Now look, if you had kids of your own, you'd want them to be healthy. I do want them to be healthy. Yeah? Well, good then. Lima beans are healthy. Of course they are. But is it worth ruining the kid's dinner? Let him enjoy himself. After all, it's Christmas. Christmas was yesterday. It's the season, James. The season. Today is still Christmas. Oh, it's Christmas. Well, whoop-dee-doo-dah day. Let's not eat healthy today. It's Christmas. While we're at it, let's not eat healthy on New Year's Day either. Or Valentine's Day. And let's not forget Groundhog Day. Oh, gooseburgers. I've never had a gooseburger I don't think Aunt Lorene has either. They probably don't even exist. But she said the word a lot. Son, you're going to eat those lima beans. That is just the way it is going to be. But I did eat them, Dad. All right, now I have had enough of this nonsense. He got up from his seat and came over to my side of the table. Honest, Dad, I ate them. Mom pointed to my plate. He's telling the truth, Jim. Dad looked like he was ready to fall over, for sure enough, there wasn't one lima bean to be found. While he and Aunt Lorene were arguing, I suddenly remembered that since the dining room was attached to the living room where the ornament hung on our tree, I could quietly whisper a wish. It was my very first wish, at least the very first one where I actually knew I was wishing. Up till now, I hadn't been too sure about everything Aunt Lorene explained the night before. Today, the whole family had driven up to an ice-capped mountain and played in the snow all day long, so there wasn't a lot of time to think about the ornament. But I hated lima beans so much, I just had to make the wish. 
I didn't even have time to wonder what bad thing might happen, because to me, nothing bad could possibly be worse than an ugly, slimy lima bean. When it worked, and I actually saw those horrible beans disappear off my plate, I wanted to jump out of my chair and scream, it works! Oh, Aunt Lorene, isn't this wonderful? It actually works! But I knew I would be in big trouble if Dad wasn't somehow convinced that I had actually eaten the things myself, so I pretended as best I could to be calm. What's going on here? You could not possibly have eaten them so fast. Well, I only had a few left, I lied. Shelly was the one making a big deal out of it. While you were talking to Aunt Lorene, I finished them. You finished them. I'll just bet you did. I thought I saw more than a few. But you were sitting way over on the other side. It must have looked like more from over there. Yeah? Well, let's just check your napkin. When I was little, I used to stuff my napkin with lima beans, but I hardly ever got away with it. While Dad looked around my plate and under the table, I started wondering about the bad thing. It was going to happen to somebody else. But who? And then... I saw them, a little pile of lima beans stacked neatly on Shelly's plate. Nobody had noticed yet, not even Shelly. I tried very hard not to laugh. Dad scratched his head. I guess he ate them. Can we finish our dinner now in peace, Mom pleaded. Hey, Dad, aren't you going to make Shelly finish her beans? I did finish my... Hey! Aunt Lorene gave me a sharp glance as she quickly pieced together what had happened. I hoped she wouldn't tell on me. I didn't think she would, because like I said before, Aunt Lorene was different from other adults. Your turn, Shelly. Eat your lima beans. I did eat them, Daddy. Then what do you call that? Those aren't mine. Those are Mike's. He put them on my plate. How can I do that, dopey? I've been sitting here the whole time. Now, honey, Mom said... You know Mike didn't put them on your plate. Yes, he did. This is a trick. Lucky for me, Dad didn't believe in tricks. Eat your lima beans, Shelly. I won't tell you again. Hey, uh, Dad, since I'm done, can I be excused? Yeah, sure. He said that looking very confused. Shelly started crying as I walked away. I ran down the hall as fast as I could, darted into my room, jumped on the bed, and started laughing harder than I had ever laughed in my life. Well, that's our reading. As I mentioned at the top of the program, this was taken from one chapter of my novel, The Dangerous Christmas Ornament, selected because that particular incident came to a conclusion. There is, of course, a much larger, much more involved story, if you're interested. While that may sound like a shameless plug, the plug is not about money. Yes, the book is available in places such as Amazon or Barnes & Noble, but I am less interested in money and more interested in getting this story out to people. I have especially enjoyed over the years hearing from parents and teachers how much their children or students have absolutely loved it. And when I hear that, I'm telling you folks, it is like a special Christmas present to me, so I'm willing to offer a Christmas present to you. If money is an issue, contact me, and I can arrange to send you a complimentary copy. I can be reached through my website, questions at bobsegel.net. That's questions at bobsegel, S-I-E-G-E-L dot net. Meanwhile, this concludes today's podcast. Look for other Christmas specials on and off during this holiday season, and Merry Christmas. 
The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob. <laughs>